Hey, hey y'all. y'all! And welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Generation podcast, where we bring you a not-so-healthy dose of humor and reality as we get our hands dirty with some serious nostalgia and question everything. Let's dive in. Hey y'all! Hey y'all! It's Misty. It's Ani. And we are going back to prison. So, you know, we, we uh, managed to... Well, I'd like to say we managed to escape the first time, but we kind of didn't. I think that I, I think mean, the first half did, of this movie is us getting walk. thrown into Azkaban, and now we gotta escape. So now it's a matter of yeah, yeah. It's not just escaping; it's staying out because you know everyone's looking for us. That's true, and you know what? They should. They should look for us. We're worth looking for, in all honesty, and probably. Not really in like the desirable way, but as one in criminal kind of capacity. <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I mean, I personally would not want like a part of me, a strong part of me, would not would not want to be sought after because I'm just like oh, yeah. leave me alone. But at the same time, it's like yes, fear me. Yes, I do enjoy that idea. It's just like you know what, you should be afraid of me. You should have to send weird, creepy, like dementor shit after me because I'm that fucking scary. Yeah. But, in but all also, honesty, please, please stop looking for me because I just want to be left alone. <laughs> and, but in all honesty, like let's let's be clear: if for some reason, like like if we lived in the wizarding world and we were wanted, okay, first thing we would have done, not stayed in the UK. Like that would have just been fucking stupid. <laughs> like oh, why? Bounce. Why would you stay? Like for one thing, there is a spell called apparate, and it lets you just fucking travel. So, and let me say, let me just say. That if people are capable of swimming across the English Channel and from apparating from one side of England to the other side of England, they have the capacity to apparate from England to, like, France. France. Like, it's just right fucking there. (laughs) Like, it's just not that complicated. And if you really, if you had, because I was, I've read some things that, like, apparation has, like, a distance limit. Like, I couldn't apparate from, like, you know, L.A. to, like, Tokyo or something like that like it's it's that would be a bit much so like and and like I get that so you have to have like the international like port keys to take you from like one country to the other and all that stuff um and like also as a way to regulate just witches and wizards coming into your country which just makes sense um because honestly witches and wizards especially purebloods are not traveling on a plane like they just I don't don't even think they know what a plane is no Um, they're not not traveling with mundane muggle technology when they can just poof in and out somewhere come on exactly so like but like so I think that's what I would do is I would just I would apparate from the closest point um you know on the southern tip of england and then just go to france and then just apparate across the, like, the whole of the world if i needed to but you know what would be a good idea it would be smart to use to utilize muggle transportation because the ministry would not think to look in the muggle that's stuff true that's very true so if i if i'm a witch i can just yeah. get like I can get on a plane. I can yeah. use my magic to get myself a ticket. No one needs to know that, you know, there's no credit cards, nothing. Yeah. I get myself a ticket with a fake name or whatever, and I yeah. get through. I can, you know, I can, I'm already a wanted person. I can, um. Polyjuice potion yourself into somebody else. Polyjuice? My mind went a little bit further, and I was just thinking that I can, not Crucio, but. Um, Imperio? Imperial people to be like, you know, like Jedi mind tricks. This is not the person yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. And 
get in first class and just make my way across because no one fudge isn't gonna be thinking about look at the planes yeah he's just gonna be like like, look at the apparition trails like no no yeah I'm 100% down with that. Like, they're not going to look for you in the muggle world. They're not going to know how to look for you in the muggle world. Like, a, a cop could probably find you in five seconds flat, but fucking wizards are going to be, like, just lost for in the next, like, <laughs> two centuries. Like, no. And I feel like, because, like, your animagus form is supposed to be what your Patronus is. And both of us have really small, like, Patronus forms, because you're a yep. ferret and I'm uh, a robin. So, like, for me, as, as a bird, I could probably just fly across the English Channel. But you, as a ferret, would be so easy just to stow yourself away somewhere. Like, it just wouldn't be that complicated. Like, we could but easily hell, become... You, yeah. you could polyjuice potion yourself, put me in your little carry-on. Yeah. As, like, your, you know, your your pet and put me... Right My in emotional the support weasel. <laughs> there you go. There you go. No one's going to question that. No. Like, people wouldn't even know, like, if I put you, because, like, as a ferret, you could fit, like, in my sleeve, in, like, the in the hoodie, like, whatever. And, like, nobody would know. Just and again, there. Imperio. Just, yeah. everyone around you, no, there is no ferret. Yeah, there's, like, there's no ferret here. Like, just, you know, and there's, um, there's spells and stuff like that. Like, there's, uh, that makes people, like, those ones that make uh, muggles, like, not focus on something. Like, the ones mm. that are around Hogwarts and the Leaky Cauldron and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just use those. And it's just like, there's no person here. Like, I hate to break it to you, but there's no person here. And then just, like, you wouldn't have to actually, like, worry about it until you got to the point of, like, getting to, like, on a plane and stuff like that. We would, we would get into so much trouble. Honestly, if magic is real, we don't have it for the safety of our planet. <laughs> so, no, we, we There is 100% personal gain out of this with using magic. Not... Oh, Yeah. Like, I would strictly want to learn alchemy for the purposes. Like, look, there's the law that you can't make uh, gold. Like, you like it, with alchemy, you can use, you can turn other things into gold. That's one of the original right. purposes of alchemy. But, like, it's a law that you can't make things uh, into gold. Okay. It's the only law. <laughs> there isn't a single law that says I can't use alchemy to make a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing that says I can't use alchemy to make platinum. Like, there isn't anything. It's just, just gold. Copper, bronze, iron. Yeah, I could make silver, bronze, platinum, like, rubies, emeralds. Like, I could just fucking make whatever I wanted, but I can't make gold. I'm like, okay, that leaves the window open for so many things. Like, if I got really good at it, you could make really intricate, like, jewelry and shit like that. Go to uh, Gringotts and be like, here, I would like to sell this. <laughs> I would like to exchange this for galleons. Like, give me money. And then there you go. I'm like, shit. Like, that that would be the main reason I would want to learn, like, alchemy. Get rich it quick. Is, yeah, like, it, and it's a class in uh, Hogwarts, too. I think it's only taught to sixth and seventh years, and it's not taught every year. But, like, I would dedicate like my entire schooling to learning alchemy for that <laughs> get rich quick scheme just like hell no i would get i would dedicate so much time to that, that and curse breaking because mm. bill is pretty much an archaeologist but like i would hesitate just because like bill what he does like bill weasley what he does is curse breaking but like indiana jones style of like just going and stealing some shit <laughs> and I, I don't really agree with that but i would definitely be down well, for alchemy because i could make whatever i wanted so so you can study alchemy and curse breaking mm -hmm. i will also study curse breaking to join cool. you 
And oh. I would go, I would also study runes. Yes. Because yes. we're going to find shit that's in ancient runes and we're going to yeah. have to know how to decode it. Yep, honestly, and I'm and you are. Than you, are. <laughs> you are so much better at languages than I am. Like, fuck. <laughs> I'm so bad at languages. Like, look, people, y'all are lucky I speak English, okay? Like, let's, let's be real. And be glad you don't see what we text each other. Just broken um, words. Like, it's not even full sentences. Just, it's hey, not. It's figure weird. it out. And, like, to be fair, what Ani sees is what after like the spell check of my phone has already fixed for me because and what you see is me not even bothering with spell check it's just I mean like girl though you got English degrees you know how to spell words I can't even say that like there are times I can't spell a word correctly enough that it'll guess it and I have to google it to get it to come and sometimes I have to respell it for google <laughs> I have gotten to a point before with words and trying to figure out how to spell where I'll turn on the mic part of Google and just say it so it will see it how it spells it. Because I don't know. Because like look, my grasp of the English language is whatever the fuck comes out of my face. It does not consist of grammar knowledge and it doesn't consist of spelling knowledge. So like just, mm-mm. and this is coming from somebody who is working on a PhD and wrote no, a master's thesis already. That's history. You don't really need English language for history. Fair. Like, I have a very particular saying in that my commas are like free range chickens. They roam, <laughs> so like they're just going to roam across my paper, not really following grammar rules when they do it, but they're just there. And on that note. It's now 10 o'clock and we still haven't watched the movie. <laughs> 1 o'clock for you. I mean, that's that's fair. There's still daylight coming out of your windows, so. Yeah, the sun's still out. The sun is shining. The tank is clean. What is that a reference to? Finding Nemo. Oh, okay. That's a movie I've seen. Today's the day. <laughs> the sun is shining. The tank is clean. You finally found the a movie I've seen. You finally found a movie I've actually seen. Every time I hear someone, every time I hear that, that's all I can think about is just today's the day. I'm like, tank is clean. That's fair. That's fair. For a very long time, anybody who said the word mine was just just really hard not to. Mine, 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 mine. mine, mine. mine. You should have seen me over the weekend in Monterey because I just we're on the coast. The fucking aquarium from Finding Dory is right there. That's where I went twice. You know, I met Hank. I met the septopus. We bonded. Aww. It was beautiful. Aww. Did you take him home? I did not. I really wanted to touch him. I wanted to find like a, a volunteer or someone who works and be like, how much money do I have to give you for me to <laughs> stick my hand in this tank and play with him? Like just like just tell those workers, like, put your hand out, I'm gonna start putting money in it, and you just tell them <laughs> when. <laughs> like, when is enough money for me to get in that tank? Like, let's go. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, it was great. And like like the seagulls galore and like, you know, so I'm I'm walking around just yelling mine at everything because yeah. I'm also every time I saw a sea lion just basking on a rock, just going off, 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 like just Idris Elba just going ape ape shit over like Nigel who's trying to get on their rock. Oh you're an interesting person. I'm I'm a hoot. You are a hoot and a half, girl. <laughs> I don't know what a half hoot sounds like, but hey. All right, let's. After the let's, hooting, let's, let's start. Hoo, 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 hoo.
And where do we start from? We're starting from. Ah, we're starting Hair. from. <laughs> that was such an awkward image to come back to. Just a super up close image of Harry's face with his eyes closed. So Harry, as we're trying, is... as we're as we're practicing to summon a Patronus. Yes, Lupin is torturing this poor boy by repetitively using a bog art to summon a Dementor. It's the smartest thing to do, though. It's, it is. It's, harsh, it's a watered down I mean, version of it. Yeah. It's it's better than you know fucking getting a real Dementor. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> but like, I always will question. Hogwarts teaching. <laughs> Hogwarts. I mean, I really want to know what the teaching standards are at Durmstrang. I feel like physical punishment is involved at Durmstrang. Yeah, I've heard they teach uh, darker magic too, like really darker magic. I mean, you got Karkaroff, an old, you know, Death Eater, who's like yeah. the like the head of Durmstrang. So yeah, yeah. And like, I don't really know how much that would bother me, just depending on what kind of darker magic. Like, I don't want to torture somebody like take like I don't want to do like blood magic would be one thing as long as it's yours you know like I don't want to take somebody else's blood and do blood magic with them you know mostly because then people would also have your blood and could do blood magic on you and like I don't really want that I also nope. would probably pick drumstring over Bobatons just because Bobatons look like I would probably punch a bitch within the first 48 hours so I feel so uncomfortable that I am not this prissy bitch. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Also, their uniforms paper thin, like oh, yeah. paper thin. It's silk. Like, it's all silk. Yeah, and I just be like, no. <laughs> First of all, your uniform involves like a dress, and that's just I'm out, like right there. Like drumstring is too cold for those girls to be wearing, uh, like dresses or skirts. They're probably have pants. So I'm like, I'd go there. Like if I went to Hogwarts. They would probably have to fight me to get me into a skirt. I'd be like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like, See, I, I, I can do the skirt because I can wear leggings underneath. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine by me. I, but yeah. I mean, half the time we're, I mean, we're we're only really wearing the skirt in class. So yeah, well, like, cause it, like as soon as class was over, I'd go change. Cause like, fuck it. Oh yeah. yeah. But like, where am I supposed to keep my wand? My skirt doesn't have any pockets. Your robes. Because that's part of uniform, your robes. You don't really see them wearing that in... Like, Harry's not wearing his robes now. In fact, somebody please... I think it's because it's after hours. Somebody please teach this boy how to tie a tie. His, like, the front part of his tie keeps getting shorter, and, like, the back part of the tie keeps getting longer, and it does not look good. Like, Remus, please teach your nephew how to tie a tie. I also feel like this movie is the perfect representation of the character of Harry Potter physically. Yeah. It always talks about like how his hair is shaggy, it's always in his face and blah blah blah. Like this level of his hair, yeah, this length is like prime book description. That's true. It was a really good like look for him that they used. And they actually got him a different shirt besides that same shirt he wears from book five to like (laughs) through the eighth movie. Like they actually have different outfits. The one grace shirt. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I think it's a good look. I think, like, he's practicing with the Patronus and everything. And I think it would be an extremely difficult spell just for having to try and figure out what your most powerful memory is in a positive light. I just feel like it would be hard to figure it out. Like what That would be so hard to figure out for me. Because I'm just like, I don't fucking know. Like, I get it for, like... You know, maybe people who got married, it could be your wedding day, you know, like, or 
parents, you know, like the day your kids were born and stuff like that. But for the other people in the world, the rest of us are not so lucky. Like it would be hard, but like Harry doesn't use a memory though either. He uses like the idea of him sitting and talking with his parents and it's not like an actual memory. Like I think it probably spawns from like the mirror and his time staring at it with him. But like was it, it the mirror or is he recalling the first time like he saw his parents picture from what Hagrid gave him I mean in all honesty it could be both this is the f- only two times he's ever seen yeah. his parents so but he said that he he was you know just they were just sitting there talking and obviously that's not a real memory he has because he's never been old enough where he's had a conversation with them so like you could I could probably manifest something that okay i do have a problem harry sitting here he's got his wand and it's just fully lit unlike when he was at fucking vernon's house over there just repetitively casting the motherfucker lumos over and over again yeah wh- wh- why is it all of a sudden he just yeah, suddenly he gets now. his shit together oh my god but is it like is it the added powers of the magic at hogwarts versus the dursley like what what is this honestly i just i think it's harry actually just not wanting to be a dumbass for five seconds so um, but you know, like I think I could probably think of a powerful like an idea or a, like a of a semblance of a something that could happen that could probably give me enough like emotion to maybe power a patronus, but I don't know if I could pick out like an individual memory you know I've been, like, I've been thinking about that since our last recording, and I'm just like, I really don't know, yeah, like i like, have I have memories where I'm just like, you know. I was happy yeah. in these memories. Like they're, they're good memories, but yeah. I can't think of one strong enough. Yeah. And that's why like, I think I would have to go for something that I would think of that's not really a memory, but really like an idea of something that would happen. Like you something could think that, of a- Something that elicits that happy emotion. Yeah. And- that idea, like, like you could think about something you want to happen in like the future or just like an absolute like daydream of some kind, you know? And I think that would probably have to be the route that I would go rather than like a specific memory, just because it would be, I wouldn't know how to do that. You know, what's weird. Cause you know, like Harry, he's out here in the corridor cause he's looking for Peter Pettigrew. Right. And like he sees Snape coming like on the map. So he extinguishes it and it's just pitch black. And then Snape just cast him. Snape was walking around pitch black corridors just by himself. <laughs> like, how many walls did this man walk into trying to be dramatic and goth? Now, I will say, like, Harry is standing here. Snape is, paint- like, pointing his wand right in his face and all that. And he wants uh, Harry to read what's on the Marauder's map. And it's insulting Snape. Harry reads Miser's Mooney padfoot prongs worm tail and all that uh those were harry and his like his dad and his friends nicknames in high school hundred percent put that together yeah. i don't know like hundred percent guarantee that snape knows those nicknames he was in school with these people for seven fucking years he absolutely at some point heard them call each other Padfoot prongs, Mooney and Wormtail. Oh yeah. Also, and- I was thinking like when you know he's walking around the corridor looking for Pettigrew because he sees his feet in the map, right? Yeah. And like he's getting closer and closer to Pettigrew, but yeah. he keeps looking around. I'm like, obviously you don't hear or see anything coming towards you. Why not look down? 
Yeah. My first instinct would always be to look down and up. And especially yeah. how big the corridors are. Like, I would look up because there's nothing that says that it's, you know... I would kind of assume maybe a ghost, like, floating around or something like that. Something! But, but I mean... They, the... oh. But, it, and, like, his wand is bright enough that he, like can see it like on the ground and stuff like that too so he should have seen the rat and lupin is like being all pissed and everything like that harry didn't turn the map in which when he te- when harry tells him it's just like you know i saw somebody on the map i know to be dead and it was Pettigrew. and the the magnitude of what remus must feel because he would know without a shadow of a doubt that this map can't show no, dead people dead people and, like, he must spend the rest of the school year until they find Sirius just in a fucked up headspace trying to figure out, like, because he has the map for a while, so he yeah. must use it, and he must be able to see Pedro I think, I think Yeah, I think that was in the book where, like, once Lupin took the map from Harry, yeah, like, he spent days, hours, whatever, searching the map. Yeah. Yeah, right here. Like, it's Lupin's face. on his face. Yeah, his face of, like, that's not possible that you can alive. yeah you can see him reevaluating the last 13 years of his life in that one look i feel so bad for him in this moment oh and look let's break it up with some trelawney trelawney god i hate i don't like trelawney i i like when we i were love about emma before. thompson i love yeah. her but trelawney would drive character. me insane one of the things that would drive me nuts. Well, first of all, I couldn't take the class just because of the amount of incense that go off in this place. <laughs> you would die. No. I'd be sitting there with my inhaler and just being like, I I'm, I can't do this. I'm going to die. <laughs> like, you just can't do this to me. But also, Trelawney is super touchy. Oh, like, yeah. She's all over all of them. She's like rubbing her hands, just like all over Hermione's hand and arm and everything. I'm just like, don't in touch me. In her personal me. space. Yeah, like literally like just a couple inches between you guys. Like, don't touch me. Do not touch me. I'd have to go to my head of house and be like, look, no. And if anybody I would like to think could understand, like not, because like, you know, I'd be in Slytherin and everything. I'd go to Snape and I'd be like, I can't stand her. She keeps <laughs> touching me and getting in my personal space. Let me drop this class. I and you know, like Snape would was be gonna- like, oh, I got you. Like, if anybody is going to understand, it's going to be Snape. So, did you ever see where, um, because, like, nobody really believes Trelawney and, like, all of her, like, weird mystical bullshit, right? And she has a, I think that's a great-grandmother whose name is Cassandra, who also was supposed to have been actually gifted with the side of prophecy, like, real yeah, prophecy. A, a but real nobody, But nobody believed her either because they based that on the mythology of the seer Cassandra who no. was gifted with true prophecy and nobody believed her either because she was gifted with true prophecy, but cursed by the gods uh, for have nobody believe her either. That would be why no one ever believes Trelawney. I mean, she is extra. She is a lot, but I mean, she does have moments where the actual seer blood comes through. Yeah. Cause even she goes like, what, what, what was they saying? Yeah. It would be hard to get people to believe her because unless unless somebody is there to yeah. like experience them, nobody would know. Also, did you see that tower of cups in the back? Yeah. Like, look, look at that, that motherfucker! Holy shit, that's some Alice in Wonderland bullshit right there. Lord. Also, I love how there's just like random junk in the hallways. Like, what the hell? 
Like, Hogwarts has so many rooms, you have to use the outside of Trelawney's classroom for storage. Like, really? How creepy would it be just to be walking through your own courtyard and there's a fucking executioner sitting there? Like, just sure. Because, like, the kid, like, uh, Harry Ron and Hermione. Harry Ron and Hermione know, like, that, you know, some they're there to get rid of Buckbeak. All the other students definitely don't know that. And just fucking would walk by and see the walking around the courtyard and there's a guy just, you know, sharpening a big ass axe with his knife, like with a stone. Is Draco using binoculars? Yes, he is. He is. You never noticed that? No, I did not. Honestly, they really just should have let Hermione just do whatever the fuck she wanted. They I also just him. love anytime I see like these two interact, I just love how like they were the best of friends. Yeah. Off, like offset. Oh yeah. Like, she absolutely. had a crush on him. He saw her little sister. It's like, yeah. I love it. She's really lucky that she punched him into that rock because he would have fallen <laughs> right <laughs> down the hill. <laughs> just like honestly, the best move Hermione ever does is punching that man in the face. Cause like Draco needed it. But uh, I would have laughed my ass off if he would have fallen down that hill, though. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I want a giant pumpkin patch. Right? I mean, I'm I don't growing know what pumpkins for. right now, but I don't know what I would do this, with them. The but, fall, like, but I want big pumpkins. I just like, want it for the decor. Yeah, I just want a giant field of pumpkins. Like, yeah. When we move to that town of 50 people, <laughs> we'll make a pumpkin patch. I don't even know if pumpkins will grow on an island. It, it's going to be the, the cult of the, the cult of Halloween. <laughs> Everything. The, uh, every fucking season is Halloween. What's the, um, the old world word for it? Samahayan? Sawin. Sawin? It's pronounced Sawin. Sawin. I always had an issue with Ron being a dick to Hermione about his stupid fucking rat. Honestly, he's a dick to her in every fucking movie. That too, that too. But like, come on, like it's he's yeah, a he's cat and a mouse. Like, what the fuck do you expect? He's particularly bad with her. Like, I would be pissed too if like I had a rat and somebody was, like cat fucking ate it. But I wouldn't. She's not the only one in Gryffindor with a cat. She's not even the only one in, like with a cat in the school. Like a bunch of people have one. Like you can't fucking McGonagall is a cat. It. Like yeah, and like maybe you should just leave your rat in a cage and not just let it wander around the whole fucking school. That would You're be putting smart. a lot of faith in the fact that it's intelligent enough to figure out where to go. That should have been the first clue. They're not that smart. Yeah, like Hermione's cat is because he's half uh, Sneasel. He's Measle? It's starts Measle. with K, but measle? Yeah, measle. We'll go with that. Uh, but it's half measle, and, like, those are supposed to be incredibly intelligent creatures, but, like, it's a rat. And, you That's know, you don't know years, that the... That's 13 years, like, like he, don't Grant, that long. he doesn't know the rat's a pedophile. Like, he doesn't know that. <laughs> but, like, still, you can't tell me that rat that hasn't slept for years with a bunch of little boys is not some kind of fucked up. <laughs> Pettigrew is a true. fucking freak. That's like, true. Mm. Aw, Buckbeak. I read a fan fiction. I, I'll, I'll point this out. I read a fan fiction. And like, it was like one of those like humor-based like crack fan fictions with mm -hmm. plot and everything. But in one of them, somebody had pointed out, because they had like Buckbeak, and like, why don't we just put him back in the herd 
with the other ones because he looks fucking just insane. Like the rest. Because you just tell them that it flew away and <laughs> just be like, great, you have a problem with it. Go pick it out from my herd of like <laughs> of these things that you've never seen before and just tell them that it flew away. I did see another like fanfic post or whatever earlier. I think I sent it, but it was um it's the year it's the first year back at Hogwarts after the big battle, right? Yeah. After the Battle of Hogwarts. And all the Thestrals are now getting super concerned as to why they're getting so much attention. That's because now scary. everyone and their mother has seen someone die. Yeah, that's very good point. And now everything's starting to go downhill. Pettigrew escaped Ron. Giant Sirius is coming along. Giant wolf dog. That just clearly makes a beeline away from Harry. Because, like, yeah. so clearly this thing doesn't want to hurt Harry. Like, it looks like it's going to eat Ron, but, like, it's not interested in Harry. And there's... That yep. would hurt That so getting, getting hit by that whomping willow would hurt so fucking much. Like, how they don't break ribs is beyond me. Like, that's the movie magic right there. Like, and fictional magic right there is the only reason these kids aren't just, like, busted to hell and back. Because if you were to get hit with a real giant branch of a tree, he got hit in the neck. Like, jeez. They would break every bone. She'd break a fucking pelvis right there. Yeah. Like, the last vine hit Harry in the in the neck. Like, he would ch- he'd be choking to death. And Hermione hates flying. I mean, I, too, would hate being trapped on the branch of a whopping willow as it flung me around. I love how she comes around and grabs him like, you are not... Like, you are part of this with me. I truly, this is the one of the parts that bothers me about this movie the most, is the fact that it, she's not strong enough for that. She is not physically strong enough to carry this boy one-handed through the air. <laughs> Into the Shrieking Shack we go. The most haunted place. You said in London? Yeah, in the UK. In the UK. Yeah. You know, like, this building was here. Before, like, Lupin started using it for his transformation. I'd like to know who lived in the Shrieking Shack at some point. Like, there's, there's see... furniture and mirrors and, like, paintings and shit like that. Who lived in the Shrieking Shack? Now, I know. Okay, I book... know it's Lupin. Yeah. I know in the book it was Ron who said that line, like, if you want to kill Harry, you'll have to kill us too. That is the most badass line of this whole series. Like, Hermione says it in the movie. But, like, that is easily the coolest line they ever say. Right up there in the seventh movie when um, Harry's going to walk into the woods and Hermione offers to go with him. She says, I'll go with you, knowing that Harry's going to die. Like, that is the, Mm -hmm. the other best line in the whole movie. Really goes to show you like the dedication of Harry and like uh, and his, and his Harry crew. Ron and Hermione yeah. t- together. I do think they did Ron a disservice here by making Hermione be the one to say it, not uh, her, uh, not him. For how smart Hermione is, she missed all the connections. Yeah, Gary Oldman is such. Uh, I love that man so much. I did my waiting. 12 years of it in Azkaban. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the thing that drives me nuts is they're like, fine, go ahead, kill him. And it's just like, they all think they're like, the kids think they're talking about Harry, not 
Peter Pettigrew, but the but Remus or uh, yeah, and Sirius are all like, I want to kill it, knowing they're talking about Peter. They're scarring their nephew. <laughs> They're scarring your poor nephew. Uh, by the way, the Shrieking Shack was built specifically for Lupin, and the Whomping Willow was also put there specifically for Lupin. Dumbledore furnished it for him? Yep. <laughs> Why? I mean, furnished poorly. There are literally curtains draped in weird places and boarded up. And I mean, I wonder if that's part of the and aesthetic, so like, people yeah. would stay away. Like, sure, maybe just put some charms and words and shit around it, you know? Maybe don't, uh, don't bring what at the time would have been an 11-year-old boy in here and telling him he gets to spend the night alone as a monster in this poor, very scary-looking place. I will say- Was he 11, or or did it happen, like, in his third year? I feel like everything happened in everyone's third year. What, that he was turned into a werewolf? Yeah. Remus was turned into a werewolf as a very small child. He was okay. attacked at home when he was a very That's small child. That's right. That's right. That's right. He's been a werewolf pretty much his whole life. I will say, this is one of the only points in time I actually like Severus Snape because he, despite everything, goes after like Sirius and, or, and Remus to protect those fucking kids from what he assumes is a murderer. Yeah. And the thing, well, actually, no, he doesn't assume he's a murderer because he knows Sirius didn't kill them because he knows that it was Voldemort. But he does, however, go after what he assumes is a deranged <laughs> lunatic at this point and the person who tried to murder him, to be fair. Like, Sirius did try to kill uh, Snape at one point by sending uh, him after uh, Remus during the full moon. So, you know. Yeah, I remember that. He does probably think that Sirius is capable of murder because he knows he is, so... It still bothers me that, like, Pettigrew wouldn't turn back during Transfiguration classes. Right? It's like, the thing is turned into a fucking goblet, and, like, it just doesn't automatically turn into, like, Yeah, if he used the the spell to revert it back to its natural form, it should have turned back into a person. Also, as Ron- Twelve years as a fucking rat. As Ron, I would have been horrified. I mean, his face says it all. It's just like a grown man sleeping in my bed with me, and like, and I've been cuddling it. Oh, I would have to have somebody go obliviate me. And like, I just this fucker going, "Oh, my friends!" As he's like trying to kill, like, yeah. Come on, bro. How stupid can you get? Also, why didn't they just? freeze him in place like perfectus totalis is a spell yeah i was just saying why did you just freeze him? a locomotor spell like come on yeah what do you mean you didn't mean to sell lily and james out Pettigrew? you were a death eater i mean uh, who was it that said that basically like Pettigrew was the weakest link in that group because you know, yeah like, he, and he, like, he was ramus loop uh ramus sirius and james were like the yeah. powerful ones the charismatic ones and Pettigrew just kind of yeah, just kind of like tagged along. He tagged along, and like he just felt like he was part of the cool crowd because he was in he was friends with them. Yeah. So like he just goes to like wherever the power is gonna be. Yeah. Like big. he really just shouldn't have been in Gryffindor though. Like he doesn't exude any of the Gryffindor traits. Like there's no courage. There's no chivalry in here. Like there's there's none of it. If all in all honesty, he would have been for the purposes of like. He's definitely not a Hufflepuff because he's not loyal. And not at he's all. not intelligent enough to be a Ravenclaw. His ambition 
to attach himself to powerful people might have ended up in Slytherin. I'm glad he's not. But, but how he ended up in Gryffindor, I don't know. I don't either. Should have just been a squib. He should have been. Mm. Like I, I would rather have let. I would rather have seen Filch be in yeah. the Hogwarts house, probably Hufflepuff, than Pettigrew ever be uh, placed in Hogwarts. Now. The scene that's that like so Harry's gonna go talk to Sirius for the very first time, and he's gonna learn, you know, like Sirius is gonna offer him a place to stay and everything like that. Gonna learn, to, you know, yeah. the dumbest possible thing they could have done is everything that they did in this movie, <laughs> because they should have <laughs> frozen Pettigrew and they didn't. Like they should have yeah. cast a spell on him. I don't give some a damn. way to just it was you know the locomotive some way to spell. Hold him down. The oh, locomotive yeah. spell, a freezing spell, fucking Imperio his ass if you have to. Like, I don't really Knock care. him out. Hit him over the head with a fucking branch. Like, something. Yeah, to something, incapacitate this guy. Literally just anything to incapacitate him would have been better than just assuming that this guy who can automatically transform into a rat whenever he wants isn't gonna try and run away? At some point, like, what the fuck is like, wrong with you? Like, he already sold your, your parents out, got them killed, and then covered up his mess by getting rid of a finger so everyone thinks he's dead. Like, he's devious yeah. enough for it. Yeah. And you're just gonna let him walk free? You just walk around? Like, why would you not? Like, you were willing to kill him a second ago, so you can't tell me it's not because you're you're willing, you don't want to, like, cast a spell on him or something like that. But, like, that's just such bullshit because there's no logical reason Sirius should have been in jail in the first place. Viridiserum exists. They didn't hold a trial for him. That was one of the biggest parts about it, is they never held a trial for Sirius. They just because any baseline of communication could have told you that he wasn't like he didn't kill the Potters. But also, because Remus transforms into a werewolf here. I was reading, you have to take the Wolfsbane potion for more than just the day of the full moon. You have like to take it in like it. the yeah. week leading up to it and like a day or so after it. Yeah. So what's the point of taking it for all the other days if like you if you miss a single day, you're fine. But also, why doesn't he just carry it around with him, like in his pocket? If he has to take it at some point. Like, especially if that he knew too. all this shit was going on. But also, you don't need a wand to, to transform. transform into your animagus, yeah. Yeah. Because Sirius does it all the time without a wand. I wonder if that's a, a power thing, like how much power you wield or like how well you you can do it. Because again, Pettigrew is not the best yeah. at anything. That's true. That might be true. Hermione, like as stupid as this moment is where she's trying or Hermione is trying to get through the werewolf and get to Ramus the man. Yeah. I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah. It's not going to work. At the same time, that would be me. And I can understand why she would like, try to be... because of the Wolfsbane potion that she knows he's on. And I will say this is the only other time I like Snape is because he turns around, sees a werewolf, and does immediately put himself between those kids and the werewolf. Which really surprises me because those kids are Harry, Rod, and Hermione. <laughs> yeah, but he is still a good guy. He's a dick, mm. but he's still a good guy. Mm. I'll argue the good guy point. Like, he's not willing to let children die directly in front of him is a really low bar <laughs> he's willing to repetitively mentally abuse a child for seven years that they're in hogwarts though so you know 
looking at you, Neville. Right? <laughs> like, nothing to me will ever actually redeem Snape. Like, he has no redeeming qualities to me. He does to me, but... Not a single... I'm sorry, but this this dude is... He might not have ever physically hit a child, but what he does is definitely abuse on levels. I don't deny that. Like I said, he's a dick, but I get it. Like, I have that side to me where I'm like, I fucking get it. But what's what's his redeeming quality, though? Like, what is his stand-up redeeming quality that makes all of this bullshit okay? The fact that he stayed... On the on our side, like on on the good side, you know, being Dumbledore's, uh, you know, what you what do you call it? Double agent. His double agent, yeah. Like it is extremely difficult to be around, you know, Voldemort and trick him that well. Like if one slip up and Severus would have been dead or tortured or whatever, and everything that Dumbledore had worked for would have gone down the drain. Yeah. So, like, I commend him for that, for sticking through no matter how ugly it got, knowing that he has to make some really shitty choices involving these kids. But, like, he's got to do what he's got to do to, you know, to make it crumble from the inside. Yeah, and, like, I, he definitely has more resolve than pretty much anybody else. I, I don't think that's enough to redeem him. Because of the things, like, because in a lot of ways he didn't really have a lot of choices on doing that, like, like working for Dumbledore or, do, you know, doing this stuff with yeah. Voldemort. He absolutely had a choice in every way that he treated these children. Like, he definitely didn't have to do all of the shit that he does to Neville to make... Snape is Neville's worst fear. True, and but Neville is also highly no adult anxious should child. be your worst fear. No teacher should be your worst fear. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When I was in sixth grade, I was highly, highly terrified of my English teacher. So, like this guy, Neville is 13. You know, going into yeah, I guess he's about 13 at this point. And your worst fear is looking at the face of this of this teacher, and that's so wrong on so many levels. But also, nothing about his weird like snape's weird obsession with lily is okay like he was in love with her called her something racist had a falling out with her and then proceeded to use the excuse that he was in love with her as a reason to abuse her son for the next however many years like that's yeah, I'm not wrong. And a lot of people love Snape. And I, I I know a lot of people love Snape. And, like, they take the fact that, like, well, after all these years, he's still in love with Lily. It's, like, this very lovely, you know, love story. Um, I, I, I have no comment about that. behavior. I have no comment about the, the Lily thing. Like, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. It's just, it, yeah. she's dead. She chose someone else. Like, fucking get over it. Yeah, and she don't like you anymore because you called her something super prejudiced and then told her to fuck off. So don't be mad at her that she did. So Right. But also, Lily definitely shouldn't have ended up with James because James is a fucking bully just from, like, word one. Of course. So. Like, I, yeah, he is a bully and everyone's like, oh, but James is a thing. Okay, no, he's a bully. And so is Sirius and so is Remus and Peter. Like, Ramus they... isn't so much a bully as like he wasn't an active bully. He was the I'm just not gonna get involved. 
But that's the thing is we only see one flashback of the time period. We don't actually know that. And it was from Snape's point of view of all of them standing there, like torturing the shit out of Snape. So we don't actually know whether or not he was involved. You just kind of have to assume that he was based on the fact that his two best friends were so highly involved in it. I feel like when I reread the when I read when I reread the books, um, they it was not hinted, but it was like mentioned how like like Lupin and not Lupin, sorry, um, that Sirius and James were the ones that came up with all this shit to just hurt people, bully, whatever. Yeah. That that was funny, right? Yeah. Ramus considering Ramus was, what Sirius' home life is like, it's probably all he knows. So. Right. But it was always shown that like Ramus was the more level-headed one trying to keep them all in line because he was what head boy or he was prefect. So it's like he's gotta try and like defuse the situation. But at the I same mean, somebody time somebody has to have common sense. Yeah, somebody has to do it. But at the same time, he didn't really try all that hard. Yeah. To stop them. Just standing on the sidelines and letting your two best friends bully the shit out of a kid does make you complacent, so. Oh, I was gonna say something about Dumbledore and I completely forgot. Dumbledore, yeah. like, goes and he tells Hermione, like, you need to use the time turner, like, you need to time travel and all this stuff, and, like, but he would have had to have known where she needed to go and where she needed to be. And it's just like, how much of this did you plan? Like, how much of this did you plan out? Every inch of this. For the entire time frame that Harry is at Hogwarts, Dumbledore has planned everything. Yeah. In all honesty, he is not a good person. Again, I get why, because... He's like the only one that could bring him down. To bring oh, Voldemort he wasn't down. a good person like long before. That too. Like, from the very from the very beginning, like he was not a good person. Yeah, like, he him was and not Grindelwald were severe muggle haters for oh, a yeah. very long Trying time. Trying to do like the new world order and everything, have the yeah. muggles bowed. Yeah. Yeah, like no, that's mm-mm. he just got better at hiding his prejudice. I think didn't it all change for him though when his sister died? That's when he went against Grindelwald. I don't, I mean, I imagine you can't just drop prejudice, so. No, that's when it, that's when it changed for him, I think. It's when, was yeah, when, was like Ariana? That's, yeah. That's, that's when, when his, Ariana like, died, and then it's like, he just, like, he realized that what they, the road that they were on is, is not the way to go. Yeah. Doesn't mean he stopped being prejudiced, it just means that he decided to take a different path, so. Because you don't just lose all that shit, even if it is a traumatic event, so. True. And considering they were supposed to have been lovers, it's kind of, uh, it probably had a lot of other things to deal with, too. So. I I remember, I've talked to so many people that did not realize that Dumbledore was gay. Well, that's because she didn't confirm it until she put out a tweet, like, several years after the book was over. She's like, oh yeah, Dumbledore's gay, him and Grindelwald were, like, together. And it's just like, what? When did that come into play? Like, I, I didn't see it when I read the books the first time around, but yeah. I had friends who had, you know, while they were reading it, were just like, oh, it's so obvious. I'm like, what did you, what, how did you see that? Yeah. I honestly, Like, relationship- my gaydar is pretty good, but it's yeah. not that good. Relationships of any kind involving Dumbledore was something I, I was actively avoiding thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> That man is a hundred and like what sixty three or some shit. Like by the time he dies, no, ew, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> ugh. even if he took a hundred years away, he's still old. Like no, ew, it's disgusting. 
Oh, and it drives me nuts that so many people are always like, "Great man, Dumbledore. Dumbledore is a great man." Like, like, like that yeah, is he's a great magician. He's a great wizard. He's a great like. That's you know, person. the way cult followers talk about their leader. <laughs> like, mm, mm. you're starting to see what I see. <laughs> mm, that's mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so like. They won't let Harry go to Hogsmeade by himself, you know, without a permission slip. They won't let, like, kids apparate. They won't let you do magic outside of school. But you're perfectly okay with handing a 13-year-old a time-traveling device. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, look, he's wearing the shirt he'll wear for the next, <laughs> like, six movies. <laughs> with the bloodstain. Yeah. The bloodstain will disappear and reappear in different parts. Yeah, that's true. It's like in a, it's like in Robin Hood Men in Tights where King John's mole just moves around his face <laughs> in every scene. It's just on a different part of his body. That's fair. <laughs> I have a mole. <laughs> As a girl, Hermione asked the right questions. Like, really? That's what my hair looks like? Not, oh, danger. It's like my hair. Really? <laughs> that's fair. Like, that's what my hair looks like? All right. I think it'd be really weird seeing, like, yourself in that removed perspective of, like, just being able to look at, like, all angles of yourself that you've never actually been able to see before. It's kind of like, huh. <laughs> Buckbeak looks just so relaxed. He's like, it's just me and my pumpkins, dude. It's me and my pumpkins. You come by me, and it's just like, you know, he bows down, and Buckbeak's like, all right, you cool. Yeah. Back to my pumpkin. I love Harry trying to pull this giant ass animal and it's not even budging. No. And now he's gonna start getting annoyed. He's like, stop combining the smart one getting the food. Yeah. Beaky. She calls him Beaky. I, I didn't realize she that. ever called him Beaky. That's adorable. See, like Dumbledore has them all looking out in the opposite direction. He has to be planning this. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a time turner in all honesty and was using it for shit like this. He's like, just give me my dinner, man. Right? It's like, you brought me here. Now give me the rest of my treats. That executioner standing there is not the same one that had been sharpening its sword or its axe. No, the one sharpening like, its axe in the original scene was like, jack cross-eyed. But like, it was a jack dude. This guy is just thin as a rail. I love how that one random crow just lands on Fudge's hat like, mm-hmm. what's up? like you're a shitty minister so i'm gonna shit on you (laughs) here here's some poo poo like why does it take them all day to get buckbeak out (laughs) into the forest because by the time they're done like they're uh already seeing their past selves like go into the whomping willow like what the fuck were you doing for like five hours i mean they went back in time what three hours maybe because he said double had three turns and i think each turn is an hour I would not just sit in the creepy-ass forest and wait. In the Forbidden Forest, no less. Yeah, like, no. I mean, Buckbeak is having a great time, just yeah. catching snacks. Buckbeak's having fun? So, in the event, they would have uh, captured Pettigrew. You know, it's like the duty to use some common sense and actually captured Pettigrew. Right. They could have cleared Sirius's name. He would then be Lord Black, because he would be the head of his family, because everybody else did. Um... And he could have taken custody of Of Harry Harry, legally. How much do you think Dumbledore would have fought him on it? 
Oh, God. I want to say he would have because he's so adamant about that stupid, you know, the blood your mother's magic blood magic thing, whatever. I'm like, Which still okay. sounds like bullshit. It's, yeah, because he's being neglected and abused in this muggle household. And also, there's just no way Lily would have done that, knowing left what her with, sister yeah. is. We yeah. would not have left him with Petunia. And, and especially like, because and she would have known, like, when she died, that Sirius wasn't a traitor. So she would have left, and Harry would have gone to Sirius, so. And, like, I I get it that, like, he's probably thinking, like, it's a muggle thing they won't think. But, like, we all know, even Dumbledore knows that Voldemort is a half-blood. Yeah. He knows the muggle shit. He was also raised the same. Why is he raising the- Harry the same way that Voldemort was raised? Yeah, the exact What's same the point? Way. What's the fucking point? I have point? no idea. Are you trying to turn him into Voldemort and then guide him away and be like, but this is the choice you're supposed to make to be different? Like The person who pushes Harry most towards like Voldemort-esque tendencies is Dumbledore. He pushes oh, him closer to the dark side than anybody else does. Now, they've gone, they've had about two hours so far to, fi- you know, to get this far into the time, t- time travel. Yeah. You'd think that Harry would have realized while they're waiting, that he's the one that casts that Patronus and not his dead father. Because how the hell would his dead dad show up and cast a Patronus? Or maybe when you're sitting there and you're waiting, knowing how long you guys are in the Shrieking Shack and you watch them go into it, they know how long he has. Why wouldn't you go look for his father? Why wouldn't you just go to the lake where you know they're going to be and look for your dad? Like, jeez. Stupid children. This is why the fate of the world should not rest in, like, 13-year-olds' hands. This is why the Trojan one trope sucks. <laughs> Just a lot of missed opportunity to be smart. Yep. And look at the horde of Dementor. That's, like, what, 15 I thought of they were them? just releasing, like, a couple to guard the school, but no, there's a fucking trove. They've all just been like, ah, fuck it. We're going Just, to Hogwarts. Azkaban is unguarded at this point. <laughs> Your dad's dead. Who the fuck is going to show up? Oh, shit. I love Hermione's just like, no one's coming. She's just looking at it like, um, how long do I trust Harry's crazy? <laughs> there you go, big boy. In the book, when Harry casts this, this final version of the Patronus. Yeah. It said, like, I'm pretty sure it says that, like, his actual, like, full Patronus shows up. You know, the stag comes out and, like, yeah. just hits every Dementor. Not this warming, Giant warping. Light hurricane? Yeah. That, no. The stag would have been orb. more impressive, in all honesty. And it would have been more interesting to watch. Rather than just, like, this weird light twister that happened instead. And, like, even when he was sitting there on the lake, Harry looked over and he saw a giant stag. Yeah. So, like, why is it when Harry casts it, there's no giant stag? Yeah. Inconsistencies, so people. Yeah. That's weird. Hermione didn't even hesitate with the Bombardus <laughs> No. She's like, let's commit a felony right here, right now. Felony. Like, We're already committing a bunch of other felonies. Let's, let's continue. Yeah. I will give her credit, like, if she's gonna, like, do something, she goes the whole nine yards. She doesn't do anything by halves. Harry's like, can I just go with you? Even if there's danger, can I just go with you wherever you go? Because I do not want to go back to the Dursleys. They both should have just started over in another country. 
They should have just taken Remus and just gone to a different country. The owls are gonna know where he lives anyways. They'll well, find if him. You put, if, yeah, like if you put a um, what's the name of that charm that uh, made the potter's place unplottable and undetectable? Um, and you have to have a secret keeper? charm? Whatever the name of that spell is, the one that was on Grimmauld Place and then the one that was on the Potter's like cottage and everything. Just place that wherever you're gonna go and like nobody's gonna find you. So just go to but you can't tell me like the blacks were one of like the richest, like oldest families that there were. They have to have owned properties other places. Around, like outside of just London. Like come on. Yeah. Like go because there's no way a family that snobby had just that like townhouse in London, yeah, in just... in like an area filled with muggles. Like, no, there has to be like a manor, a mansion, a something somewhere. The like, Malfoys, Malfoys have a have fucking one. mansion. Yeah. Like, the so Blacks no have to have more than one property. Yeah, so like, I if I was serious, I would have just gone to like Black Manor, wherever that is, and just sequestered myself in as much family magic and defenses as humanly possible. I would and, also like, start. I will understand. How in Grimald Place, you know how like there's the the portrait of his mom, like of the um Yeah. Sirius's mom that just will shriek as like as the minute that um curtain comes off. Yeah. And I know that her ta- like she's stuck there, she's glued or whatever, like she cannot be taken off. Burn it. I'd take the wall out, like fuck it. Bombard of the wall, something. Avada Kedavra the painting, like Jesus. <laughs> that woman was a nightmare and a half. I would have cut the wall out. Like, you don't need that wall. It can't be that important of a wall. Take the whole wall. I love how much they fuck with Ron oh, after, yeah. you know, the time turner's over. And, and they walk like, through the, you know, the, the infirmary doors. And Ron's like, you were there. And then you're over there. And now you're over there. Yeah. And they're just like, you're on drugs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you want, bro? Like, come on now. <laughs> after all that, we're back in our robes. Still... Harry is has a foreign concept of what a comb is. The thing that really gets you is Harry's hair is a fucking mess, but his grandfather or his great-grandfather is the one that created the sleek, easy hair potion to make your hair more tameable. Seems like, more like his great-grandfather. I don't think James would have done that. James would have been like, I don't give a fuck. Well, James didn't do it. It was either his James's father oh, oh. or like his uh, James's grandfather. So I'm gotcha. not really sure which one of them it was, but it was one of them. But like Lupin, who knows? You didn't go into public spaces. You're like he's like, well, letters are going to start showing up because people are getting like, no, I'm a werewolf. Who would have told them, Lupin? Who would have told them? Yeah, who would have told them? Because like the, you weren't in public. It was just you and Snape. And like Snape could have like Dumbledore could have told him to keep his fucking mouth shut. And all of And like Snape's known since the, we were all in school together. Like yeah, he's suspected he his out, whole life. He would have said it like the minute you got hired. Also, Lupin, sweetie, there's a werewolf registry that you have to be registered on. Anybody who wants to go look at public documents can go look and see that you're a werewolf. Like that's not. It shouldn't be news to anybody. Like, he shouldn't have left, not voluntarily. Like, I would have made them send those owls and make me leave. Like, fuck you. But at least, you know, he had a year of a steady income. Yeah. I feel bad for Lupin, because he doesn't have shit. Because he's always I would have hunted and, and degraded. Yeah. Like, honestly, I would have fought to get Sirius's money. Like, out of, the, out of the vault, if I was Lupin, I'd be like, he's got no living relatives. Like, he's got no nothing. Because, like, Bellatrix didn't inherit any of it. 
and neither did uh, Narcissa or Andromeda. Like, they didn't inherit the Black Fortune. They no. got they were attached to their husband's uh, fortunes at that point. So the Black family fortune is just sitting somewhere. It's sitting in the vault, like in the Gringotts vault or wherever it is, because Regulus is dead. There's no one left but yeah. Sirius. The only two people with Black family blood that aren't three people, because, well... Tonks's mom was removed from the tapestry and disowned, so she wouldn't count. Yes. But Draco would. He's, I mean, technically right, he's a Malfoy, but his mom was Narcissa Black. Yeah. So, but also, um, there's the fact that uh, Harry, too, because his grandmother, I believe, is Dora Black or uh, something like that. Her, he, she's a Black. His grandmother is a Black. I know that. So on uh obviously on james's side yeah on james's side uh i think james's grandmother was so also interesting that harry gets the broom now because isn't it in the book that he gets it much much sooner because they get really pissed at hermione because she turns it into mcgonagall yes he she he gets it and she's like, like yeah, it's it's you know loose yeah yeah because it's like it might be bewitched it might be like you know someone's trying to you know curse you or blah 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 yeah. and the guys are just like really like like it was it's a dick move but i understand why she did it because honestly fair because at this point they've learned well somebody's tried to kill you the last two years harry and now there's an actual serial killer on the loose <laughs> so like maybe we should be wary so but boys and their sports so well we escaped prison and so did Sirius. we're gonna come back to azkaban eventually and bombard our way out. I mean, fair enough. That's true. Mass jailbreak, you, me, and a bunch of And then eaters. once all the, you know, high, you know, high, not high reigning, but like the heavily guarded people have left, the Dementors, I'd be like, well, our job here is done. Go yeah. go find the fun. And just leave. <laughs> like, oh, Which they okay. do. They fucking do. They're just like, yeah. no, we're out. They're just like, no, nah, we're just going to go hang out. Well, any final thoughts on the Prisoner of Azkaban? <sighs> they really should have done something with Pettigrew. Just incapacitate the man honestly it was just... that i think is like my biggest gripe with the whole third yeah book slash movie it's like you let him slip through your fingers and there were just so many ways to have proven Sirius's innocence throughout the series like from day one you could from have day just one, given him even like, after he escaped and like all this shit has happened you could have like dumbledore could have called the council because he's like the head mugwump he could have called the council and be like Here's Sirius. Here's Veritasum. He's taking it in front of you. Here's the actual answers. Yeah. And we're clear. Yeah. And like, you could have questioned him. You could have asked him. Like, if you had been able to present Pettigrew, that would have, like, yeah, because Pettigrew should probably have the dark mark. So that would prove you something there, too. So that's the whole thing about Sirius and the trial and not having one and anything is the thing that pisses me off the most because there's no reason, especially like once he escapes that they shouldn't have gone through the process of getting him exonerated because what the fuck just what the fuck but i swear the reason he doesn't get exonerated and the reason nobody ever approaches us about it is because dumbledore didn't want him to and i 100 percent believe that the only reason that they didn't go through all of that process to get serious freed and become a clear you know like clear his name and become a free man is because dumbledore didn't want it because that didn't fit in with what dumbledore wanted for harry and if Harry has a sudden legal guardian that gives a shit, 
then he's going to have a lot more time getting in with all, you know, like getting Harry to do all this stupid, ridiculous, dangerous shit that he keeps throwing him into. So, like, if he has a, a guardian that cares, then how are you going to get him to, like, participate in the Triwizards Tournament next year and, like, all this other shit, so. You could, I feel like I can argue against that, though. Like, if he did have, like, Sirius or someone that, you know, a apt person that, you know, took him in, took care of him and showed him the ropes and everything, mm-hmm. and whatever ended up coming his way as far as, you know, getting in trouble that's against his will... Yeah. He probably would have been better equipped to deal with it. Yeah. Because, like, Sirius... No, from... Dumbledore just wants him to be fucking stupid. Yeah. Because, like... And then you leave Sirius trapped in this house that he can't leave because... That I have a big issue with, too. Like, yes. Sirius has been stuck in Azkaban for 12 years. You just He's took got him from one prison back. to another. And yeah, you stuck him in that house. And you gave him no, you gave him no direction. Nothing to, like, strive for. And you trapped him in the house where most of his abuse happened when he was a child. What is Dumbledore like? Is Dumbledore trying to like yes. live out his past on other people? Like mm-hmm. they kept Ariana in that house and abused her. Yeah. It's like, is this just a Dumbledore thing? Like, like Dumbledore, Dumbledore has truly no idea how to be like an active, healthy person. <laughs> so, like, he has no idea what to do like with other people. He's he has no clue what he's supposed to be doing, what other people should be doing. It's just, it's just him fucking up other people so that everybody's equally fucked. It bothers me so much. Yeah, it does me too. So many of the things that we, you know, so many of these near-death experiences or whatnot could have been avoided. Yeah. Or handled better, at least, if not avoided. That's very true. Now, um, I will say, you did pause it, like, in the middle of the credits, and um, shout oh, out boy. to the person who played best boy and second boy. <laughs> I knew best you were gonna boy. say this as soon as I saw it. I'm like, best boy. It's just like, um, are these are these dogs? Second <laughs> like, best boy. This like also who the best, fuck is the best boy? boys. I don't know. It looks like some kind of um stage hand because the person above best it is boy. rigging graffer and lighting supervisor and stuff like that so like but then again the other one is a technician for right. astrology oh, as, you know as a libra technician so not a scorpio technician a libra yeah. technician libra technician all right all right <laughs> but uh shout out to best boy one and two so what is um, a best boy in the film industry it is senior electrician on a film crew they couldn't put senior electrician. They had the best boy. Who came up with this title? So, like, a six-year-old man could get asked, just like, what's your title? Like, what's your job? I'm best boy. Best boy. <laughs> you share what about a, you? I'm second You share best a title boy. with a dog. Like, what the fuck? Like, how many times, how many people whose, like, job is as best boy get dog gifts? Of like little dog bowls and shit like that. This is number one best boy. <laughs> now, cu- best boy comes second in the hierarchy to the gaffer. So the rigging gaffer is their boss. Okay. Wow. The gaffer's underlings are the boys. The best boy one and two. Well, look, it, it, it says on there gaffer and then lighting supervisor and then rigging gaffer. So, so they are okay with saying lighting supervisor somewhere, just not for the best boys. Wait, it gets better. So, the electricians are responsible for the technical side of the lighting and are known as the sparks in this country. 
in the UK or in the US, they're known as juicers. What kind of drugs <laughs> is going on in the electrician world? Like, what they're the fuck? Juicers. All right. The electrician juicers. world is a lot more um, mafia sounding than I was expecting, but sure. It sounds horrible in, in the US. If I'm, I'd rather be a best boy. I'd rather have title best boy and get gag gifts galore of yeah. dog stuff. Then have a job title. I don't, don't want to be someone. I don't want to be a juicer. No, I would never tell somebody that. Like, no, you'd have the wrong mm. kind of people showing up at your door. Exactly. No, you have people like us who just be like, oh, so mm. where we're going with it? Yeah. Um. Okay. So we've escaped prison. We are on the run, and next year we're going to con. Pete in an illegal kid fighting ring that is Goblet of Fire. We did not turn names of the Goblet of Fire. We did not, but it won't stop anybody from making us participate in an illegal child fighting ring. And and granted, just just one just one minor. Just one specific minor, of course. Um, The next episode to come out after this should be 90s trivia, so you guys can look forward to that. And then... um, we will also be doing a what to expect when you're turning, when you're turning 30s, 30. Turning 30s episode because I am turning 30 at the end of this month. So, and I got uh, two years on her. So, yep. So, I'm still learning. I'm still learning that like every day is a new process of like it's just a new revelation of like, oh, this is what it means to be in your 30s. My body's already falling apart. So, I've already, oh, aware yeah. Of that. Oh yeah, my my knees creak when I go up and downstairs. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun, but uh, so that week of the uh, 30s episode will be a little bit of fun, a little bit of celebrating the fact that I'm turning 30, and a little bit of me mourning the fact that I'm turning 30. So I might even bring a cake. Granted, it would just be just for me, but <laughs> I wish teleportation was a thing. I just pop in like I'm only here for cake. That's fair. Just grab the half cake and leave. So I might get myself a cake just because why the fuck not? I'm turning 30. So I hang on. What day does your birthday land on? Uh, Not on a a recording. Not on the recording day. No. But I will also get cake. Okay. And we will celebrate. Okay. We'll get cake. We'll celebrate. Uh, I'll mourn. (laughs) You'll celebrate. I'll mourn. (laughs) I'm going to wear all black with like a veil. (laughs) I'm going to hold a funeral for my 20s. Oh, God. I, you know, when I finally accepted that I was turning 30 and I realized all that's ahead of me, I was like, yes, bury the fucking 20s. Bury them. That's that's fair. A lot of shit's happened in my 20s, so none of it's fun. (laughs) No. I've had fun moments. Yeah, like there's been fun moments. And I look back and go... Oh, that's not what the choices I would have made now. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I survived my 20s. I don't know how any of us survive our 20s. Honestly, fair, fair. I'm not sure we're going to have 30s to survive at the rate of the world's going, but hey. <laughs> we're going to... We're, so another major historical event is going to happen. Like I'm going to say at least three more major historical events are going to hit us before we hit 40. Only I'm three? So I thought you were going to say by the end of the year. <laughs> no, I'm going to say big, big historical events. Like, okay. 
Rona hit in 2020, the beginning of the 20s. We're still dealing with Rona. I'm gonna assume... Like, we, we got... We're, we're, we're on the road to World War Three. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna assume there'll be an, uh, another world war by the, before we hit 40. Yeah, there you go. I would honestly be surprised. I would honestly be surprised if it didn't hit between before like you turned 35. So, um, in three years, you're giving us three years for World War Three to happen. All right. Okay, I'll give it a little more than that. I'll give it five years. I'll give I'll give it five years just because I think the destabilization and the destabilization and the collapse of the United States is imminent. So. Yep. And because I don't honestly expect. I don't. I don't see things getting any better. I honestly am just, just getting worse. I am just kind of assuming the United States is going to collapse and will be separated out into either the states will become their own individual countries or it'll be separated out into a couple of larger, but still smaller than the United I mean, wasn't States. Wasn't it countries. you that sent the the video that basically or like the post that basically describes how like the similarities between the Roman fall yeah. and the fall of like uh, where we're following in the same footsteps as the Look. fall of the Roman Empire. No empire has ever survived. And as much as, you know, the United States would like to dress up what they are with the words like state and democracy and like all this other stuff. The United States is an empire like every other one that came before us. Just because we don't have an emperor doesn't mean anything. Like a country, a nation, a kingdom gets too big, it falls apart. And that's just the way it works. Like if you look at the differences and like the biggest problem is is the fact that like Alexander the Great had to split up his, his territory right before he died to four different people because of the fact that you just couldn't control that much space that was controlling too many cultural differences and regional differences all at once like if you need proof that that's happening in the united states look at the cultural differences between like new york and california like texas and like washington like florida and literally anywhere else like you don't need proof to understand that these places are not similar enough to operate effectively under one banner no. the u.s is too big of a, of a landmass with too many different and too many individual powers struggling within ourselves in order to and, do and anything too many powers too many varying and diverse um outlooks on how things should be run how things should be set it's just there's no way to control it all yeah so i'm surprised the... texas hasn't taken this as like a hey we're, we're just gonna fucking secede like we've wanted to for years They've talked about it, and legally they can do it. They're one of the only states that, like, it's a part of their... Really? That was a part of their agreement with uh, becoming a part of the United States was that they would have the power and ability to secede. However, the United States also has the power to split Texas up into four separate states if they believe it's becoming too powerful. Really? Yeah. I think it's four. It might be five, but last but last thing I had read on it was four. But uh, they have the ability to split it up and, to, and separate it out into different states, which already have names and, like, you know, borders and everything. So, um, but Texas can secede if it wants to. Um, however, at that point, it would no longer have the support of the United States. So if Mexico invades, which it, like, they're on their will, own. they're on their own. So, and nobody is a bigger patriot of the United States than the South. And- so you're just you're weighing i feel like pride versus their american pride and you're gonna piss a lot of people off because they're i feel like i feel like if texas did secede Mm -hmm. and mexico attacked so texas is you know at war with mexico yeah and because it's the south i have a feeling that all those southern states that deep south will just be like i don't care if i'm part of the u.s i am going to back texas 
Yeah. Which will then make that, like, which will then probably have the U.S. be like, all right, well, you're out of the States. Yeah. Um, so Texas is now its own fucking, like, mini power. Yeah. I would kind of assume, like, I would agree with you. I think, like, places like Louisiana, Oklahoma, like, stuff like that. Alabama, would back, Missouri, yeah, Mississippi. Would, not Missouri. Would back yeah. Texas. But I think the United States would not. Because I think they'd be pissed that Texas left. And would be petty about it. Oh, no, the so. U.S. Wouldn't, would not back it. But the individual southern states that are all about, you know, yeah, southern pride would be like, oh, we're going to go back Texas. I think the the state that would be the most stable if it seceded would be California, though. I will say oh, yeah. it, it it operates. California operates so differently than every other state does. Like it would definitely be the one that would know what it was doing best and be the most stable. And in all honesty, if they decided to become their own country and their own power, would be a, not a bad country. So I don't know. I don't know what number we fall into, but I mm. know that we are in the top ten. Um, self-sufficient economies. Yeah. So, like, I, I remember he- hearing about a lot of talk about um, when people were thinking the big earthquake, you know, is going to hit sometime soon, the really yeah. big one. And when it does hit, everyone's like, watch. Like, the big earthquake is going to hit and it's going to um, separate California from the rest of the United States because we are the only state in the U.S. that's on the North Atlantic Plate while the rest, of, sorry, on the Pacific while everyone is on the North Atlantic Plate. Yeah. We're on the Pacific Plate. We're on a completely different tectonic plate. The the Great Earthquake, though, would go through Oregon and Washington, though. It would, but I think because we're on a separate plate entirely, like, Oregon and Washington are not on, 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 on the Pacific Plate. Yeah. They're connected to the North Atlantic Plate. So yeah. it would just cut us off. Like, if it got that bad, it would just cut us away. From the rest of the plates. Well, it would be easier to keep you guys from being invaded if you decided to yeah, come here. Yeah, we'd country. be our own little, what, archipelago, island, whatever. Yeah. And it's just, we are our own people, our own territory. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, it, it wouldn't be necessarily the worst thing in the world. So they just make it harder for uh, people to come visit or for you, us to leave, I, probably. Yeah. I mean, major historical land, like landmark events that could happen, World War Three. The seceding of maybe one of the states, the collapse of the United States, the giant uh, San Andreas Fault earthquake, um, maybe the uh, finally the explosion of the mega volcano in Yellowstone that will wipe out the vast majority of the United States population. Because I know that when, I don't know because I'm not a geologist or anything, but mm-hmm. they, they are saying that when the big earthquake hits, you know, it's because the earthquake is always going to be hitting on the San Andreas Fault. That's where it hit last time. It's usually where the big ones hit. Yeah. So when the big, big one hits, it, we're going to have an earthquake and we're going to have a tsunami. Oh, yeah. So it'll it'll take out you guys and probably like Japan and a bunch of other coastal countries, too. That's why people have were saying at, at one point that we would become our own island. Like it would just detach us from the rest yeah. of the U.S. That makes sense. Yeah, because you, like, the earthquake here would probably, it would probably destroy a vast majority of, like, Japan and, like, other uh, island nations, too. Oh, yeah. The reverb from all that would definitely hit all the way to Japan. Oh, yeah. Hawaii would be fucked. Yeah. So, some things to look forward to. <laughs> we left We left prison and now we're dealing with all these uh, worldly disasters. <laughs> Stay in prison. It's fine. Just, At just, least you're protected by magical wards in prison. 
I mean, like, look, my Bogart probably wouldn't really take an actual shape of like anything tangible. It would just take the form of the next 10 years. So there you go. Like it would just, the Bogart would come out and it would just say 20, like 20 through 2030. <laughs> just like, there you go. It's just the years going by. You're like, oh God, no, no, I don't want to see it. Yeah. So there's that. Um, looking forward I'm looking forward to cake. <laughs> Not really anything else is going to come, but I'm looking forward to cake. So I, I'm putting this in my calendar, so I, I know to go get cake before we record. I need to go get cake, too. So I'll, uh, I'll make sure I have cake that day. So I'm not even really a, a big cake person, but maybe I'll get an ice cream cake or something. Cake, muffin, pot, pie. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. <laughs> that, was a, that was a journey. <laughs> <laughs> That was cake, muffin, pot, pie. <laughs> Just whatever dessert I can think of. I'm like, if you're not a cake person, then there's other options. I mean, I'll I'll see about getting like some kind of cake. So, put a candle on can, it. Can you can you find a Japanese cheesecake? The jiggle, 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 jiggle. I wouldn't. I don't know. Where to find one here? Or, or you can you can go to Gideon's, not Disney Springs, the one closer to you, and just stick a candle on it. Fair. That's a lot of sugar, even for me. Though those fucking cookies are. They're half pound. They are a half pound. It took me like four days to eat one. That was so much. It took me a couple days to finish just one of them. Yeah, like I think I it took me like four plus days because like I ate mine and my mom ate like half of hers and then I'm like she left the rest for me and it like we had those cookies for like two weeks like that was a fucking lot of cookie. Yeah, my dad and I slowly nibbled away. Yeah, at these cookies over because pretty days. much just like taking like a bite is good. Like that was my sugar <laughs> like fixed. And I'm like, okay. My cousin just- wants one. I showed him a picture and he's just like, oh god. Why do you do this to me? I'm like, I'll bring you a cookie. Don't worry. There's a lot of it's, it's a lot. Like if we go to that like hour thing that you were talking about at, at Gideon's where they do like the fresh baked cookie and like the ice cream on top of it, like I'm gonna need somebody to split one with me because I fucking right? can't eat all of that. Like no, like between you, me, and Aaron, we might be able to eat one. <laughs> but like I can't. I can't even come close to eating a whole one on my own. Like, there's no way. It's so, so much It's sugar. a lot. It now is. imagine it piping hot with ice cream. It would be delicious. But again, like, I'll top out at like a third. I'll split it with y'all. <laughs> I'll split it. It's just like, you know, I'll go with like a third or something, guys. Because cheese. So. But, uh, but yeah. So. Um, look forward to the next episodes we have, uh, so, um, but yeah, so we'll hit, um, we'll be hitting the thirties episode and then the nineties, uh, trivia episode and, uh, we'll go from there and then we'll be into the goblet of fire. So, um, oh, also we should mention, we recently found out we have international listeners. Oh yeah. We have international listeners and they are in, let me bring that up again. So, uh, Ani and I were looking at, like, uh, it tells us, like, what countries people are listening in, and we found out we actually have 
uh, quite a few international listeners. So we wanted to say hey and thank you for for listening to us. Like that's really cool that you guys would uh, take the time to stop by and say hi. So we appreciate it. So we appreciate all of our listeners very much. But finding out yes, we already we- had an international audience was really surprising for us. So yes, we appreciate all of our listeners because. Even though we have fun doing this without, you know, expecting much out of it. Yeah. It still feels nice to know that people are just like, we listen. It's really, yeah, it's really cool to, like, see, like, our numbers, like, you know, grow and stuff like that. And know that people are listening to, to listening, if anything, to our hard work that we've put into this. So we appreciate that. So Map, map, map. Here we go. We have them in, obviously, the States. Yep. We've got them in Buenos Aires, out in Argentina. We've got them in Lagos, in Nigeria. We've got them in Johannesburg. Oh, okay. South Africa, that's a new one. That is a new one. We've got them in Turkey. Got them in Berlin, in Brussels, in Louviers, just outside of... Paris, we've got, what is this? I guess that's Poland. Is that Poland? Yep, out in Gdansk. Uh, I saw, I said Turkey. What else? Nigeria, South Africa. India, we have them in India. We've got them in Vietnam. And we've got them in Russia. Um, to our Russian listeners, I'm so sorry for everything you're dealing with. <laughs> um, and I hope you find some humor in what we put out to help you deal with it oh shit we have them in australia too in adelaide oh that's new we didn't have that one in australia last time that's really cool that's real cool i like that and 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 canada out in winnipeg oh that's cool too i don't think we had any in canada before either that's really cool that's that's a lot of people in a lot of different places and we're glad you guys can come together here with us i'm glad people are are, are enjoying it as much as we are making it like the like, the tw- twilight episodes were wild and we've only gotten weirder that's for sure so we appreciate it well we definitely appreciate everybody who's been listening we're really excited to find out we have an international audience that is growing clearly clearly and, it's growing and uh thank you guys so so much for listening to us and spending some time with us we hope we you know at the very least we can put a smile on your faces because the world's going to hell, so we might as well get some humor out of it in the meantime. Glad you guys keep coming back. We, we enjoy providing the fun. So keep coming back, keep suffering with us, and uh, we'll see you next that's time. That's really all it is. It's just suffering with us. That's fair. That's, that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Especially through the Twilight episodes, that was suffering for everybody involved. So. <laughs> oh, it's such suffering. Oh. All right, guys. So we we'll will see you, see you next week yep. with whichever one we decide to come out with next. Yeah, it's either it's either going to be 30s or it's going to be 90s. We don't know yet. So, um, yeah. And uh, by the time this comes out, uh, we should be possibly releasing some merch by then. So I can't wait for the around. merch. And I know that people are like some certain person is going to regret ever opening their mouth. But you guys won't know that just, well, you guys will because the episode will be out. But uh, at the moment, Work Horror Stories 3 isn't out yet. But uh, Aaron says something she regrets. So 
and it does appear on our merchandise just like we say it does <laughs> so and uh, and not to throw just Aaron under the bus but eventually we will get merch about something you said that you regret I am suffering <laughs> I regret many things this is now the top of my list alright guys we'll talk to you later alright peace out folks Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns. Don't know how to function when we don't bullshit for the first 45 minutes before we actually watch anything.